You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now locked and loaded for daily fantasy glory. DFS Lineup Lock, sponsored by DailyRoto.com, begins now. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Lineup Lock Live right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It is Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata. We got a lot to do today, Tony. We got seven games in the NBA. We got Championship Sunday. And as you alluded to yesterday, we're going to have a special guest a little bit later on in the show. Are you excited about this championship weekend? I'm excited from a, a football perspective. You know, from a DFS perspective, I'm not that excited, to tell you the truth. Uh, a limited options. You get your team playing. So I'm more of a football fan this weekend uh, than a fantasy player when it comes to the NFL. Fair enough. But you actually, you got to love the two-game slate of Championship Sunday better than what comes up next in the NFL, which is the Pro Bowl and Super Bowl slate, right? No, but I think this is going to be uh, interesting because of what DraftKings has done with the Sunday uh, late games. They've gone to one game slate. So first of all, we're going to have the first time ever, I think, we're going to have Super Bowl only uh, DFS this year. So that'll be something that we'll end up tackling. Uh, It'll be a first for a lot of people, and we'll figure it out so everybody can have a shot at winning some money. Absolutely, but i got to ask you about this. We talked about it about a week ago. Isn't that uh, kind of an end around the rules because they had to have multiple contests? So if it's just that one-game slate of the Super Bowl, how are they making that happen? Uh, Don't ask me. I'm not a lawyer. (laughs) All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's above my head, man. That's above my head. I don't know how they're making it happen. Yeah, that, that is uh, one of the things that we, we talked about it last week. I don't know how it exactly is happening. I just know that uh, they have a different way to interpret it. It's much like the Constitution of the United States, right? Everybody, it's there. It's in plain print, but everybody interprets it differently. Fair enough. You know, maybe uh, if you're watching it on MSNBC, you see one thing. If you're watching it on Fox News, you see it a little bit differently. It's all up to interpretation. Tony, we got seven games in the NBA, but I heard you at the end end of on target you mentioned that you are heavily invested in two of the nba games and even more so in this sun's nuggets game huh why are you uh, going so hard on that is it more than just the 219 total the 219 total has a lot to do with it and there's a couple on the price uh, players there's a couple switch in the denver starting lineup uh so it's leading me in that direction but you know most of all you know, it's going to be a great night. We're going to give everybody winners tonight, and everybody's going to be happy. But i got to say one thing. Congratulations to my man, Dane Martinez, uh, whose show, Following Us, Fantasy Freestyle, is up for Radio Show of the Year. So, Dane, congrats, man. You're getting it done. Uh, thank you. I absolutely appreciate that, Tony. Like I said, I'm just trying to be like you when I grow up, and it was not just Fantasy Freestyle. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, the Fantasy Sports Network, Roto Experts, you know, Sports Grid, our entire crew, we really uh, we really showed the world what was up. Yeah. I think we had something like a combined, what was it, 15 nominees 15 or finalists? 15 nominations. Yeah. yeah, 15 finalists, which broke our record of 11 uh, two years ago. Absolutely. So all the more reason that you need to tune in to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We are the only 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week free place for you to get insight, analysis, and entertainment. And it's always nice to be recognized. You ain't got to go anywhere else except the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. This is DFS Lineup Lock Live. Come on right back. Tony Sincata is about to make you some money in the NBA. Hello, 
friends. If you want to win at Fantasy Sports, wouldn't you listen to people who have already won at Fantasy Sports? I'm here to tell you about DailyRoto.com. Don't be intimidated by the Draft Kings and FanDuel Sharks, even the Fantasy Draft Sharks. The guys at DailyRoto.com have not only won a million dollars amongst one of the writers, but they've created three others. That's four people who have won millionaire contests from this content alone. Don't be fooled by screenshots talking about $25,000 winners from other places. Go to DailyRoto.com where they have a proven track record of creating millionaires. DailyRoto.com. Come Greg Sussman say it. Welcome back to Line of Lock Live right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It is Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata. Tony, we got seven games to talk through. I know you're heavily invested in Phoenix and Denver, but we still got to give people the insight on all the games, so let's dive on in. Our first game is the San Antonio Spurs in Toronto to take on the Raptors. The Raptors are five-and-a-half-point home favorites. 205 is the total in this one. Tony, I got to ask you, we got some injuries on San Antonio, but what about, I keep on going back to LaMarcus Aldrich. You know, without Kawhi Leonard, uh, couldn't his usage maybe see an uptick? Is he the, the number one option? Could he be in your lineups tonight? Yeah, he could definitely be in your lineups tonight. With uh, Kawhi Leonard in the lineup, LaMarcus Aldridge averages 33 fantasy points. Without him in the lineup, 41 fantasy there points. So we gained eight points just by having him out of the lineup. So he certainly is in play tonight. You look at Toronto, they're middle of the league at defending big men. I uh, get the uh, high usage rate. So he's one of the top price players that you can use tonight at $8,600 and $9,100 on FanDuel, respectively. I think he could be one of the guys that use it power forward. All right, fair enough. Let me ask you about other Spurs, right? Because who else might pick up the pieces, you know, without Kawhi Leonard? Could it be a guy like Danny Green? Where, where, where might you go elsewhere? Um, obviously, L.A. is going to get some increase in usage, but wh- who else might be picking up the slack? You can look at Kyle Anderson and Danny Green, the two guys that will get a little more shots than they are accustomed to with Kawhi Leonard. But their games are up and down, so you've got to hit them on the right night, and it's not a lot of consistency. Danny Green tonight gets to face a Toronto backcourt that doesn't defend the backcourt well. But when you look at it, he's only at a 14% usage rate. So if we get him up a couple, maybe 17, 18, but we'd like to get him at least up to 20% there. And that's a tough thing. And the rotations are, are never the same each night with the San Antonio Spurs. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's go over to over to the Toronto Raptors side. When we talk Toronto, I know there's some nights we talk about OG and we talk about Surge, but it's really the backcourt, right, that it comes down to. Lowry and DeRozan, do you like either one of those guys tonight? You know, it, it, we always talk about the San Antonio situation and how good they are defensively, but what we do is we see lower prices when we play against the Spurs. Mm-hmm. Like Kyle Lowry is 7900 bucks. It's enticing, but not enticing enough for me tonight. Uh, they're third in the league at DVP against point guards. They're 12th in defensive efficiency. Uh, so it, it gives you an opportunity with Kyle Lowry. He'd be the only one worthy of consideration, uh, but I'll pass. All right, so it looks like we are passing on this game because, remember, Tony has already said most of his lineups are confined in two games, and one of them is the next one that we're going to talk about, Tony. It is the Miami Heat in Brooklyn to take on the Nets. The Heat are road favorites of 2.5 points. 208 is your total. I heard you on on target mentioning that you like uh, Goran Dragic on the Heat side. Yeah, when we look at Dragic, they're 27th in the league at defending point guards. D'Angelo Russell might come back tonight. Hmm. Uh, it's looking like, but it doesn't look like he's going to be anything to help uh, an upgrade defensively uh, there. And I, I don't know how many minutes he's going to play anyway, so don't use him in fantasy, whatever you're going to do. Don't 
Don't go crazy over that. Right. But I like Drogic in this one, and I also like uh, Johnson uh, for Miami, the power forward. They don't defend big well. And Hassan Whiteside, if you have the money available tonight, it's either Hassan Whiteside I'm leading, or Nikolai Jokic. I'm leading to Jokic, but you could make the case for Whiteside in this one as well. Yeah, and I mean, remember... You always like attacking the Brooklyn Nets, right? Doesn't that sort of give them a little bit of uptick in terms of production, their opponents? And it's not like it's not like I'm scared of Lopez or anybody down low of Brooklyn. You know, I know that Whiteside gets a lot of his production in blocks and rebounds. Might he score some points tonight? Oh, yeah, yeah. I think absolutely. I mean, it wouldn't shock me if we're looking at somewhere where... 16-20 rebound game and a couple blocks there for Sasson Whiteside. So I think him and Nikolai Jokic both have great matchups tonight. And I, like I said, I'm leaning the Jokic a little bit there, but I think you can go either way, and I don't have any problem with that. All right, fair enough. And does this now end your love for uh, Spencer Dinwiddie with uh, Russell maybe coming back and horning in on some of those minutes? It does for now. we got to see how these two play out. I mean, uh, I, I, I could see Dinwiddie moving over to the two-guard and them go back and forth between the two positions. Uh, so i, I got to see how this Brooklyn rotation throws out. But for now, Spencer Dinwiddie, put him on hold, people. Put him on hold. Oh, that is unfortunate because you know I loved asking you about Spencer Dinwiddie all the time. Does that also mean that you got to wait and see for the rest of the team because you got to see, like, how the rotation shakes out? Does that even, you know, for guys like Rondé Hollis, Jefferson, Crabb, and, and everybody else, you want to see how the minutes get split with the new additions? I do, but I'll tell you what, I, I'm – a little surprised at Rondé Hollis Jefferson's uh, price tag on DraftKings at yeah. $5,900. I think that's a little inviting tonight. If you wanted to save a little cash, go there. Um, there's another guy, uh, power forward, that's a similar. Uh, Trey Lyles in the Denver, who I believe is going to start tonight. Those two guys at that price range, um, I think you go either way. All right, let's talk about this next game, Tony. The Sacramento Kings are in Memphis at the Grindhouse to take on the Grizzlies. Grizzlies are six-point favorites at home. 203 is the total. In this one, Tony, I want to ask you about both point guards, okay? You have De'Aaron Fox on one side with Sacramento. You've liked him at times as a cheaper kind of option. And then we got Tyreek Evans on Memphis. But I'm seeing Mario Chalmers is there as well. Um, which point guard would you like better tonight in this game? Uh, when I look at this game, I think Tyreek Evans is the one I feel healthy about uh, because he just takes so many shots. With De'Aaron Fox, George Hill, it, it gets a little crowded back there in the backcourt every once in a while. But, again, we have the Sacramento situation where they're going to rest two guys. We don't know who they are yet. And George Hill's one of them. Then De'Aaron Fox ends up going up there. So it's really tough from a DFS perspective until we find out who those two guys are that are going to rest tonight. Fair enough, and we talked about this earlier in the week, how they've come out and say they're going to rest two of their veterans every night. Here's my question. How are they not getting fined by the league on this? Isn't this the exact thing that Silver came out and said, like, especially like they're on the road tonight? If you're supposed to be resting players, isn't it supposed to be at home? Or are we just not considering the veterans of the Sacramento Kings, uh, you know, kind of big enough attractions that I'm not, you know, people are not spending my money to go see the Kings that one time a year that they are on the road. Why is this different than exactly what Commissioner Adam Silver said teams cannot do anymore? The Kings have explicitly stated they're not even trying to say, like, oh, he's banged up. They said they are going to rest two of their veterans every night. Why is that legal in today's NBA? 
They've uh, actually put it down to only 22 marquee games that are on network TV. And, and I the got Kings a feeling, are not on any of them. <laughs> I, I was just going to say, I got a feeling it does not involve any of the Sacramento Kings. And this is a crazy situation where a team's looking for their future as opposed to now. They're in the last spot right now. If the season ended, they'd have the most ping pong balls uh, inside that drum to try to get the first pick. And yet we talk about tanking every year. This is a team that says, hey, 43 games into the season, we're tanking. And nobody's saying anything. Yeah, this is state of play in the 2017-2018 season. Tony, I thought I thought there was a thing, though, that you couldn't do it on road games either. I know there was the big national televised games, right? But but weren't they only supposed to rest players like when they were home? Yeah, I only have it on. I only have it on the twenty-two games, and you know, I, I don't know how much it's going to be. Like, they're always elite players, and this right. is the thing where no two players are the same. I don't think people are going to be spending their money to go see George Hill. I hear you, but I do think this creates a discrepancy, right? Because you talked about like these, you talk about these like nationally televised games, right? So. Let's let's play this out with me for a little bit, Tony. Like you know, you're one, two, and three seeds in the in the East and Western Conference, right? Those are teams that are gonna be on TV on these nationally televised games. Whereas, say the six or seven seed in the East or the West, maybe they're more like Sacramento, not on national TV. They get to kind of organize themselves for the playoffs and rest up. Does that not create a disparity where maybe the six seed can go after the three seed because uh, they're like you know rested and got their rotation set whereas one of these more elite teams uh can't aren't afforded the same option because they're on nationally televised games there's a lot of things that come into play the, the nba's opening themselves up to a whole uh gambling situation as well one of the reasons why the nfl has the injury list is so the gamblers don't have the information before the public and trainers are not on the take now all of a sudden if people are finding out that zach randolph or and George right. Hill are out. You know what? That's four or five points. The line's going to move with Zach Randolph being the team's best player. And I can't let the NBA is not making this a bigger deal. These should be published the day beforehand. If they're going to sit two guys out, barring injury, let everybody know a day beforehand. Yeah, or... Just wait to make all of your bets until right before game starts by listening <laughs> to Lineup Lock Live. You get the 11th hour information right here from Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We are brought to you by DailyRoto.com today and every day. We've gotten through three games in the association. Tony, we got four more to get through, including the one that has pretty much all of your roster today. We're going to get into that, and then like I said, at the end of the show not only are we going to hear about your lineup but we're going to have a special guest it is award season so we're going to uh, have a little bit of fun with that come on right back it's dane martinez and tony sincata it's lineup lock live on the award-winning fantasy sports radio network Playing daily fantasy basketball this year? Consider Daily Roto your go-to resource. Whether you play on DraftKings or FanDuel, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. With a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, there's no better place to get your NBA DFS content. Better yet? 
you can save 10% using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyrotor.com slash premium and learn more about our awesome product. Welcome back to Lineup Lock Live right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata getting you ready for the weekend. We got a seven-game slate in the NBA. We'll talk a little bit of Championship Sunday as well. Tony, we got four more games to get into, so let's dive right on in. Yeah, I got a couple. But we got injuries? A couple updates. Yeah, a couple updates. Rudy Gobert is going to play tonight, but he's projected to only play 26 minutes. Uh, They said it's largely based on his level of conditioning and fatigue. Uh, so he's going to go as long as he can. Julius Randle has a jammed right finger and a fracture in it, but he will play tonight. Kyle Kuzma is in. Brandon Ingram, a game-time decision for the Lakers. Scott Labasseri is going to play for the Sacramento Kings. That means Costas Kufis is assumed to be one of the two guys that will sit out tonight. And the Denver Nuggets, according to Coach Michael Malone, he said he'd basically start mixing and matching starting power forwards for the foreseeable future, the goal is to put Nikolai Jokic back at center and play more. He's been playing power forward, so that means Plumlee no longer starting. And we assume Trey Lyles is going to be the beneficiary of that. And Jamal Murray, who missed the last game for Denver, is questionable. We're thinking that he's probably going to play tonight, and he'll play low 30 minutes. And Freddie Van Fleet is a game-time decision. D'Angelo Russell is going to play tonight. And he says he's not on any restrictions, which might be the case because he did play some G League games. So we'll see how that plays out. Right. Russell may already have his legs under him. I want to ask you about Rudy Gobert, though, Tony, because we've been on Derek Favors a couple of times in the, yeah. in, you know, in the time that Gobert has been there. Does this now mean like both of them are irrelevant because they're going to split those minutes? Yeah, absolutely. It takes away there, and unless we were in a plus matchup or we see a drop in salary of Derek Favors, uh, it definitely eliminates the two. You know, they always say subtraction sometimes is a positive, not in this method here. They had addition by subtraction. We don't have that here. Yeah, not in the daily fantasy world. Let's go to our next game, Tony. It is the Washington Wizards in Detroit to take on the Pistons. Wizards are one-point road favorites. 208 is the total in this one. When we've been talking about the Wizards lately, we know about Wall, we know about Beal, but, Tony, I continue to be on the ascending small forward Otto Porter. Who do you like on the Wizards tonight? I don't like anyone on the Wizards. It's kind of crazy. I was actually looking at this game because I did the in-play. You guys can go to check it out over in-play fantasy uh, for the NBA fantasy on Twitter, and they have the video out there and some plays. Washington really has been very sporadic, and um, I I don't really love anyone in this game on the Washington side of things. Otto Porter is a guy that when he gets the opportunity puts up some good points, and he could blow away tonight with a $5,600 salary. There, but he's just not getting enough shots with everybody healthy. Um, he's offensively there. I was hoping to God he would get off this team, uh, knowing that Wall and Beal were there. And I really think this kid's a great player. And if he could have left free agency, I think he could have shown that somewhere else. Yeah, fair enough. But he will be part of, like, not a big three, but a medium-sized three in Washington for the foreseeable future. Let me ask you, which center do you like better in this game? Because Andre Drummond, you know, is kind of always a play. But a lot of people in this team like Martin Gortat tonight as well. Which, uh, if you had to go with one of these big men, where would you go, Tom? That's a good question. I mean, right off the top of your head, you say, oh, man, it's Andre Drummond. But he's uh, almost double the price at 9900 Gortat at 5200 uh, Gortat's one of those guys, too. He doesn't get the ball a ton, but he's going to rebound. I think I would spend the 5200 on Gortat. 
All right, so there you have it. That could be an option, although it is not in the Tony Sincata's lineup. We will get Tony Sincata's lineup a little bit later on in the show. Tony, we now are going to dive into the game where something like 90% of your lineup is tonight. I'm talking about the Phoenix Suns in Denver to take on the Nuggets. It is the highest total on the board at 219. The Nuggets are home favorites of about nine points. Talk to me about why you are so invested in this game. Is it the Devin Bookers, the Nikolai Jokic? Gary Harris's of the world. Who you gotten in from this game? All right. First on the Phoenix side, I laid off TJ Warren, uh, who will be coming back from a back injury. I think he's a good play tonight. I just don't want to risk it. Uh, it's the first game back, but I think at 6,400, 6,700, he's a guy you could certainly play 23% of his usage rate. Now, if you look across the industry, there's not a lot of people like a Devin Booker, 8,500 bucks tonight, because the one thing they do is defend the two-guard well, and Gary Harris does a good job on, on players. But Devin Booker is a good player. This game's going to go up and down. His usage rate's almost 30%. I'm going to use Devin Booker. I'm also going to use Tyson Chandler at 4400 bucks. Uh, we talk about him time and time again. they got a couple centers. You never know which nights he's going to play long. At 4400 bucks, there's not much of a risk there, and he just rebounds. Every missed shot Tyson Chandler gets on this team. Uh, so I like those three players, and I'm going to lean off T.J. Warren. Uh, one other guy that I do like here as well is not a starter, and we talk about him a lot. Isaiah Kanan yeah. uh, gets enough minutes at 3,900 if you need a punt play. I think this game with the high total going up and down and good pace is a good game for Isaiah Kanan. And Marquise Chris, for everybody's out, uh, he's been out for a couple games. We're going right back to the Murray State Racer. Hey, Tony, let me ask you something. You were talking about how you were hoping Otto Porter got away from Washington to kind of uh, – you know, be able to take on more and get some of the respect he deserves. You know, we were also talking about how teams can uh, rest players if they're not in these nationally televised games. The Phoenix Suns are never in nationally televised games. I wish Devin Booker would find himself, you know, can we move Devin Booker maybe and get him on a team where more of the nation can see what a great player this kid is? I mean, this kid off the dribble, he creates his own shot. He can fill it up from anywhere, but not a lot of people know about Devin Booker. Yeah, it's crazy. So basically, uh, he was. They were on ESPN last Friday night, and I don't know why they were on. I forget who they played, uh, but he was uh, he was amazing. And they go up and down the court, and he's very good defensively. He's very good offensively. Yeah, it's a shame that he's not in this type of lineup. Now the Denver situation is a little challenging tonight because if Jamal Murray plays, you could play him, and I think uh, Will Barton, if uh, Jamal Murray doesn't play, is automatic. I think you can still play Will Barton. Uh, if Jamal Murray plays, is enough for all these guys to eat. But I like Wilson Chandler a lot more if we don't see uh, if we don't see Jamal Murray. And again, you could still play him there. The other guy, Nikolai Jokic, he's the guy that's going to be in every one of my lineups. Trey Lyles, I think he's going to start tonight at 5,300. He's in all my lineups uh, tonight. So there's a lot of Denver guys in the lineup. So Nikolai Jokic definitely in. Trey Lyles is definitely in. I think you go Will Barton and Wilson Chandler, and I think Gary Harris and Jamal Murray are guys that you could put in as well. So that's six guys from the Denver Nuggets that are all on price. You look at the Phoenix defense, right? They're last in almost every statistical category.
Yeah, and I teased it at the beginning of the show, and Tony's going to put his money where his mouth is in a little while. You're going to see how many people he has in his lineup on DraftKings tonight from this Phoenix-Denver game. But, Tony, we got two more to cover, and the next one is the Indiana Pacers in Los Angeles to take on the Lakers. Pacers are road favorites of two points. 214 is the total. This is the second highest total in the game. Tony, I want to go back. When we talk about the Pacers, I know Miles Turner is out, it looks like. I want to go back to Oladipo, okay, because his price is fluctuating like crazy. I remember saying in the, in the Pacers' last game that he was viable at like 8,500. We were comparing him with Jimmy Butler. He's back up to 9,600. What's going on? Is that too rich for your blood tonight for Oladipo? Yeah, last night he didn't come through for us there. I think it's a little too much. So wait, uh, let me ask you game. something, Tony. I, wait a second. If he didn't come through for us and didn't have a good game, then why is his price $1,000 more than it was in his the, last game? What's the algorithm? Is it because the Lakers' defense is so bad? Yeah, exactly. That That's the problem here. So basically it went up 1000 bucks in one night, right? And these, these prices were set before that game completed sure. last night. So basically they're taking the defense of the L.A. Lakers and they're jacking it up. Uh, there, so I think he has an opportunity tonight, but I think more of a cash game play. He's not going to go uh, head and shoulders above that. But the guy that played really well last night was Darren Collison, and he's a guy that I think they haven't seen the best of, of this season. And at only fifty six hundred bucks, he's an intriguing play for me tonight as well. Lakers don't defend big men well. I think Demontis Sabonis is a guy he could use as well at sixty four hundred and six thousand dollars on Fanduel. Uh, those are the guys that I would look here in this contest. And you mentioned the Collison play. Isn't Lonzo Ball still out for the Lakers? And you mentioned yes. that before, that of all of their kind of on-ball defenders, he's the only one who actually you know is worth his salt. So without Lonzo there, maybe even more reason for a guy like Darren Collison. On the Lakers side, I wanted to ask you also, because Lonzo is out, what about a guy like Clarkson? Well, Clarkson is a guy I like, and especially if Brandon Ingram doesn't play, which uh, he's uh, questionable, and I think it's actually looking like he's not going to play. So it's a game-time decision, but I think there's a chance that he's not going to play. So Jordan Clarkson would be a guy that you could absolutely uh, throw in your lineup tonight and be worth a risk. And even if you needed a flyer, it might be, um, if you have to play a little later games or something like that, Corey Brew will get more playing time with the injuries in L.A. in this one because you have Ken Tullis, Caldwell Pope, who's the starting two guard out. Lonzo Ball's the starting point guard. He's out. And Brandon Ingram's the starting small forward, and he possibly could be out a game-time decision. So there could be a lot of cheap players in that Lakers lineup tonight. Could that include my man Kyle Kuzma? He would get more playing time. Because Randall's out too, right? Yeah, he he would. No, Randall's going to play. He's playing with a broken finger. Yeah, but still, I I, I don't feel good about that. I like Randall tonight, and I like Kuzma because they, they don't defend big men at all uh, there. Tyler Enos will probably get the start at point guard, but Jordan Clarkson will probably get more of the playing time. Uh, so I think you can play Clarkson there. All right, and our last game on the slate, Tony, is the Knicks and the Jazz. The Jazz are five-and-a-half-point favorites. 203 is the total. I want to ask you about both sides of Jared Jack, in essence, right? Because you told me about how Jared Jack can't defend, right? And I know you've yeah. liked Ricky Rubio at times, but there's a lot of people in the industry that like Jared Jack himself tonight. Which point guard do you like better in this matchup? Oh, which one do I like better? Uh, I'm going to go with Rubio against Jack. Uh, in this one, but I think it's close. I think it's a tough, a tough call uh, here. Jack's a little cheaper, but Rubio's a decent defender one on one. So I'm going to go with Rubio. But I'm going to tell you the truth. I, I, 
I'll choose sleep in this game. Fair enough, fair enough. By the time this one tips off out there in the Book of Mormon, it looks like Tony Sincata will already know his fate, but he'll be locked in on this Suns Nuggets game when we come <laughs> back. Like I said, we're going to hear Tony Sincata's lineup, and then we're going to have a special guest, and we're also going to talk a little bit about Championship Sunday, the best day of the football calendar. Two games to find out who's going to the Super Bowl. We'll tell you how to make a little bit of cash. It's Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata right here on Lineup Lock Live. Presented by DailyRoto.com on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Come on back. Hello, friends. If you want to win at Fantasy Sports, wouldn't you listen to people who have already won at Fantasy Sports? I'm here to tell you about DailyRoto.com. Don't be intimidated by the DraftKings and FanDuel Sharks, even the Fantasy Draft Sharks. The guys at DailyRoto.com have not only won a million dollars amongst one of the writers, but they've created three others. That's four people who have won millionaire contests from this content alone. Don't be fooled by screenshots talking about $25,000 winners from other places. Go to DailyRoto.com where they have a proven track record of creating millionaires. DailyRoto.com. Tell them Greg Sussman say it. It's Hammer, go Hammer, MC Hammer, yo Hammer, and the best can come and play. Can't touch this. Welcome back to the Lineup Lock Live. Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata. We got you ready for a uh, seven-game slate in the NBA. At the end of the show, Tony's going to flop the proverbial nuts and give you a way to win a little bit of cash heading into the weekend. We're going to get into our NFL lineups as well ahead of Championship Sunday. But, Tony, we talked about it yesterday. We have a special guest on the line. Right, Tony? What are we doing here? Yeah, we got a special guest. Of course, uh, Daily Roto's Drew Dinkmar uh, was the winner of the inaugural Humanitarian of the Year Award in recognition of the Welly Maker efforts of 2017, which we covered last night, uh, which brought drinking water to over 1,300 people that didn't have cleaned drinking water. Uh, Drew had a goal of setting out to raise $10,000 and got $40,000 uh, pledged over the community, and he wins this first inaugural humanitarian of the year award and drew's busy he's actually putting together everybody's lineups over at that's uh, understandable. That's understandable. yeah you know he's got to be able to you know keep making the money and keep getting people to donate their money yeah. and matching their donations can't donate so money I if you don't win money right yeah so i said who the hell are we gonna get now how about getting the guy that created drew let's keep it in the fam let's yeah, let's bring in Jim Dinkmeyer, the father of Drew Dinkmeyer, Papa Cup on Twitter, who also loves DFS and plays DFS. Jim, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you so much for having me, guys. Oh, I'll tell you what, it's been a, a long time. I remember back in the days when we first started on SiriusXM, uh, your son Drew followed me, and we used to always, uh, I used to always give him a tough question to try to throw him off a little bit, but nothing throws this guy off. He's come into the industry. He's done a great job. He's uh, made a lot of money playing DFS, but now he's helping people out. How proud are you as a dad? Well, uh, both his uh, mother and I are extremely proud for a variety of reasons, but this has been a very special thing. Our family for a long time has always been about trying to help others and be teachers and educators. And so this was when we heard about the idea that he had when he first ran it by us about doing it he seemed like everything he does he's super passionate about it and uh he follows through when he focuses on, focuses on something and uh, so we're really proud of what he's done 
Hey, Jim, thanks for spending a couple of minutes with us here on Lineup Block Live. This is Dane Martinez. I wanted to ask you, uh, where did the original idea come from? You say you ran it, he ran it by you guys and that there's a lot of educators in the family, so maybe always that spirit of giving back and paying it forward. But, you know, how did Drew get the idea in the first place? Uh, the idea for Charity Water came from uh, the concept that I think he had heard an original podcast of a gentleman who had uh, changed his life uh, and wanted to do something like that. So I think he followed, you know, that course and, and has a, uh, a strong passion for doing Charity Water because of so much of the work that they do and how much of the donation goes 100% uh, to the, you know, to the charity. As far as him learning about giving and so forth, that's just been something in our family through his grandparents on both sides of the family. And it's just something that, uh, you know, although he spent a lot of his younger life playing tennis, uh, which is, you know, usually known as more of an individual sport, a lot of what we were doing with him was really teaching him about more team-oriented type things. And he's always been very, very interested in trying to help others, which is why I think he was really proud to be involved in something where he's able to help people that have subscribers and such. We're speaking with the father of Drew Dinkmeyer, Jim Dinkmeyer, of course, Humanitarian of the Year, as recognized by the FSTA in its inaugural award. Jim, I've got to ask you the question. I'm a dad. I have three kids. When my kid comes home after an Ivy League education and says, you know what, I got this great job in the financial industry. But I think I, this DFS thing is going to go somewhere. I think I'm going to give it a shot and play DFS full time. How'd that make you feel first first glance as a dad? Well, there's two aspects to this, Tony. One is is <laughs> that uh, he doesn't fall far from the trees, so to speak. Um, I've always been somebody that, although uh, you know, I've had an interest in you know doing things in the field of uh, sports psychology and psychology and parenting has been the things that our family has been in for years. Uh, I've always had my own passion in teaching in sports. And so he knew that a lot of what we had done, uh, you know, his mother and I was to try to set up our jobs so that we could be able to do the kinds of things that we were able to do because we really wanted to be involved in you know, things that we had this passion for. So when he first said it, I was, of course, inside. I was like, hey, that's fantastic. But, of course, I had to bite my tongue as I watched my eye, my wife's eyes roll back and forth like, wait a second, <laughs> do you want to give up what to do what? And I was, yeah, of course, because you can't be married 37 years happily without being quiet. That's one of the most important techniques that you've got to do in a happy marriage. And so, uh, you know, basically when he explained that you know, this is something that, he had run by his wife and that they were going to be, you know, able to, you know, handle it, whether it was going to work or not. Uh, I thought, hey, you know, go for it. So I was a big supporter of it, as well as his, you know, mother is. But, uh, of course, when you first hear it, you know, one of the things that you think about is how are you going to explain this to people? You know, because at the time, uh, you know, DFS, which nowadays is obviously much more well-known, but before it was sort of like, you're doing what? What are those? What's that an acronym for anyway? You know, you're a doofus? What is that, you know? <laughs> so. 
Well, there you have it. Uh, Jim, let me ask you this, um, because obviously Drew has been very successful winning the Millie Maker, winning a few other, taking down a couple of other big-time tournaments, and I've heard that you play DFS as well. So I got to ask you, when you see kind of the recommendations or the lineups that Drew puts out there, do you go with them and double down, or do you try to go a little contrarian to that, figuring this way, you know, you guys as the Dinkmeyer household can kind of be your own conglomerate and have all bases covered? Well, I have to I, I have to say that honestly, I think that you know, although I'm not playing like I did before when I was playing, I would very heavily uh, follow what it was that I thought were his you know projections. Uh, I think that you know nowadays you've got uh, what I think is one of the main things that they're trying to teach at Daily Roto is we're giving you ideas, we're giving you concepts, but these are ideas. You know, you can use our ideas, but make your own lineups. And I think one of the things that's happened a little bit too much in the industry is that people are interested in latching on to people that are going to, quote, unquote, just give them a lineup. And I think that what is interesting about what uh, Drew and Mike Leone do over there is they try to really teach you about what's behind why they want to play the particular players that they have or the feel that they have for it so that everybody can do their own thing. And I think that that's one of the things that's really fun about it, because if all you want to do is basically just follow what everybody else is doing, that's not really going to be, you know, down the road something that's going to be that gratifying. So I think that's one of the things that I feel really good about, what he's done with how he's, you know, developed his his, uh, particular prowess with uh, Daily Roto. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more, and I think a lot of these uh, situations in the industry, too, uh, with a lot of these lineup generators, unfortunately, is something, you know, one site does, another site does. You sort of have to get stuck doing that because people want it easy, and unfortunately, I, I wish it didn't get that way. Now, Jim, you're a big Chicago Cubs fan, and I know Drew's a Chicago Bulls fan, so I got some interesting information for you. Uh, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West named their baby Chicago West. Uh, do you feel proud about that? Uh, uh, is this one of those where I can pass and then go to the next question? (laughs) Uh, Given the fact that we have a dog named Wrigley and our other dog is named Addison for Addison and Clark, we changed it after Addison Russell had some, uh, challenges, but, uh, uh, no, I think that, uh, you know, that's one of the things that I think is also great about DFS that he's been trained very well. As I said from the beginning, although we raised him in Florida, you know, he'll, he'll talk with you and you'll think that he actually grew up in Chicago because he's a huge Chicago fan. And uh, although the Bulls have had some great years, and of course, you know, anybody that you guys are talking about, you know, the NBA tonight and so forth, and uh, that's what's been different. In my generation, you would get behind a player, you'd get really sad, you'd, you know, you'd really have to – talk yourself off a ledge when they were talking about possibly trading a player. Nowadays, it's sort of like, well, who cares? Maybe he'll go to a, another team, but I'll be able to play him every, every night that I want to. You know, that's, it's different nowadays. Yeah, absolutely. Still ways to follow your favorite players no matter what they are. And I like what you said about Daily Roto. We try to say do the same thing here on Lineup Lock Live. I always say we're not merely giving you a fish. We are teaching you how to fish to try and help people be sustainable on their own. Jim, let me get you out of here on this. As you know, NFL uh, fantasy football is still king, and we got Championship Sunday. We've been talking, Tony and I, like, do you have to go Tom Brady 
this week, or do you think one of these other inexperienced quarterbacks might actually be a better value on Championship Sunday? Well, I'm going to take the tack that uh, is probably not the way that uh, you, you're looking for when you're, you know, getting somebody like Drew or Mike on, which is, you know, they'll they'll go out there and they'll give you an answer. They'll put themselves on the line. I'll basically say, can I wait until I get more information right before lock? Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I what I'm reading about Brady, you never know what Vegas is trying to do, right. whether they're trying to you know, move the line one way or another. But it sounds like lately what I had heard is that he's questionable, which, you know, if he doesn't play, that'll maybe be the biggest upset of all this He's going to play, Jim. The hand is fine. Right. (laughs) Jim, thanks for joining us, and we look forward to uh, your son going back-to-back humanitarian year award as he started up another uh, endeavor, and people can definitely take a look at that at DailyRoto.com and check us out on Twitter. Jim, thanks for joining us. Great to talk with you guys, with you, Dane, and with you as well, Tony. And any way I can help in the future, let me know. Thank you. Thanks a lot, Jim. We come back here on Lineup Lock Live. We got lineups to give out. We got Tony's DFS lineup in the NBA. We'll give you our lineups for championships Sunday. Stay locked for that. It is Lineup Lock Live right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. DFS Lineup Lock, sponsored by DailyRoto.com. The NBA's opening themselves up to a whole gambling situation. One of the reasons why the NFL has the injury list is so the gamblers don't have the information before the public. If people are finding out that Zach Randolph and George right. Hill are out, that's four or five points the line's going to move. If they're going to sit two guys out, let everybody know a day beforehand. Weekdays, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. FNTSY.com slash radio. Lineup Lock live right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. And once again, thanks go out to Jim Dinkmeyer, the father of Drew Dinkmeyer, who just won the FSWA's Humanitarian of the Year Award after winning the Millie Maker. Turns it into a uh, great cause of Welly Makers, given, um, you know, clean water to communities in need has raised over $40,000 for that. At the end of the show now, let's uh, get some lineups going here for championship weekend and in the NBA. Tony, I know we don't yet know which Sacramento Kings are resting, but I still think you can give us a lineup. What's your DraftKings lineup tonight, Tony? Oh, yeah. So we had a change during the commercial break. I took Bender out, and I couldn't get – you know, I kept talking about it during the show. Hassan Whiteside, I, I switched those two, so a little change in the lineup here. Okay. Tyler Enos, $3,900. I'm going to play over Isaiah Kanan uh, there with the Lakers injuries in the backcourt. He'll start tonight, but I think Jordan Clarkson gets most of the minutes. Gary Harris, 6800 uh, Denver. Will Barton, 6500 against Phoenix, both against Phoenix. Trey Lyles. 5,300. Three Denver guys there. In the fourth, Nikolai Jokic, 9,500. I have a fifth. Wilson Chandler, 4,300 against Phoenix. So five guys there. I assume the five starters there. Uh, Jamal Murray could be the one guy, and then Will Barton will come off the bench, as he usually does uh, there. So I even have five starters. I have one guy coming off the bench. And then I have Jordan Clarkson and Tyler Enos. Both will play in the backcourt tonight for the Lakers, who have three injuries uh, to guards. And then Hassan Whiteside to finish it all off. So I went Whiteside, 
instead of Bender there at 84 and 8,500 respectively. All right, fair enough. And, Tony, this is the first Friday in a long time that we have not made a people's lineup for DFS in yes. football. We'll do that again for the maybe the Super Bowl a little bit later on, and I think we just got to go heavy and try and get the people all the way back. But we still want to let everybody know, who do you have for championship weekend over on DraftKings? Yeah, so here's uh, – I'm going to tell you, Jim uh, didn't answer the question, but uh, Drew and Mike Leone, uh, they have uh, Blake Bortles as their quarterback. So do I, now. Tony. Tom, <laughs> Tom Brady. I have Tom Brady at 7,700, James White 4,900, Leonard Fournette 7,200. Uh, I think that if the Jacksonville's going to stay in the game, Leonard Fournette's the guy. Danny Amendola 5,500 shows up every playoffs. D.D. Westbrook 3,900, Stefan Diggs 6,900, Rob Gronkowski 7,900. I'm going with Ben Koyak, who's the tight end for mm-hmm. Jacksonville, who somehow keeps getting balls near the end zone in the beginning of the game. And the Patriots at 3,500 defense there. Going with the Patriots and Jags game, which has a 10-point higher total than the Minnesota-Philly game. Yeah, fair enough. And I'm over on FanDuel, and I've been telling you all week, Tony, that I'm going with Blake Bortles as a contrarian play. He's at 7,600. I'm going Deion Lewis. I'm hoping that you are right and Rex Burkhead is not really a threat in the passing game. But then I'm going with Jarek McKinnon because I think that um, backs against the Philadelphia Eagles have been able to eat. You've even liked some of the weapons you say that yeah. Case Keenum has. So I'm loading up. Up on them. I have Jarek McKinnon, I have Adam Thielen, and I have Stefan Diggs. I'm attacking this Philadelphia secondary. That is the way to beat Philadelphia, in my opinion. And then I like the middle of the field for the New England Patriots against these Jacksonville Jaguars. So that is not only Deion Lewis, but that is including my third wide receiver is Danny Amendola at 6,400. I am going with Rob Gronkowski, and then I'm taking these Jags defense because, listen, they may give up Keep points. The price. Yeah, yeah, they may give up points, but I do think they are going to hit and sack Tom Brady, and I think that's the consistency that I want there. So yeah, I'm going with the Jags. Defense. I don't have, I don't have the Fanduel uh, defense, but on forty four hundred ja- Jaguars are the cheapest defense. They on, are uh, on. Uh, they are the cheapest yeah, defense that, on Fanduel. That's as crazy because well. I agree with you. I agree. They're, They're going to hit Tom Brady sacks. one way or another. They'll get sacks in this game. They'll get three or four sacks in this game. So we'll see that. Hey, for everybody out there, Zach Randolph is uh, playing tonight. Uh, he's not one of the guys sitting out. And Fantasy Freestyle, the uh, Emmy nominated. Forget the FSWA. We're putting it up for an Emmy. Thank you, sir. Thank you so much. Let's see how our lineups do. Regardless, here on Monday, we'll be talking about championships, and we'll be talking about the NBA lineups. It's Dane and Tony right here on Lineup Lock Live. Have a good weekend, Tony.